0: And all, um, and welcome along to episode uh, season two, episode 86, the Steelers both game show. Um, I'm Brian, and I am joined tonight by my two Scottish brothers, uh, Paul Stewart and Graham Wilson. How are you both doing, gentlemen?
1: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad,
2: better than I thought I was going to be.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Stole, Very still, it's so. still lost, <laughs> but um, it's I'm not as depressed as I was going to expect to be, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there we go. First comment in for the night. (laughs) Just connected by Faye. I I just met them on Twitch tonight, uh, who's moderating Antoine Woods' Twitches stream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Awesome stuff, man. Sweet. Future
0: possibilities. Yep. But, um, and good, good. So, as we say, good evening, one and all. Um, do not be afraid to send us your comments. Let us know your thoughts from uh Saturday's game or Sunday's game. Um, let us know what you thought of the performance. I think we were all very much encouraged by what happened. Um, as we say, I think it was a better performance than any of us expected. Um, definitely, definitely better than my thoughts. So, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think. As we say, unless you get involved as just three guys here, just chatting, chatting amongst themselves. So send us in your comments. But um, and it's great to see they're already flying in. Great stuff, folks.
1: Yeah, comment, comments oh. are flying in already. Good stuff. Keep it coming, guys. Get your comments and see what you, what you guys thought yeah. about the game.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, just before be, before we jump into the game um obviously we'll give you the, the injury update as we have it so unfortunately it looks like trayvon digg's season is over he has been uh he has broke a bone in his foot four to six weeks out and unfortunately the injuries along the o-line have not stopped and tyler biadish looks like he's pulled his hamstring and uh is looking at multiple weeks out now thankfully we're going into a bye week so we don't have a game this week but yep uh it's it, It's not a bad place to be, but uh, still our best corner for from this from this year is out, and um, our potential new starting center is out. so what are the thoughts there gentlemen?
1: and kicking the teeth what's already been 2020 so far. It just seems like any and of momentum just keeps keep, just just takes it right underneath our feet every time. We came with we yeah. Came with oh no, thanks no. So it's yeah. yeah, um, it's that point now where you're just like, what can we do now? You know, yeah.
2: I think it. The only really thing it it kind of doesn't matter anymore. That that's what I kind of feel like. If you know, if, if we had a a five hundred record, um, and we were to lose um, Digs, it, it would it would mean an, an awful lot more. Um, I think we we know what we've got in Digs, and it feels like he's one for the future. So a, a foot injury like that at this point in the season means so much less. Like it, this is because this is this is when you start putting your your kind of. Super Bowl run together almost, this this yeah. kind of stage of the season where <clears throat> the, wins, the wins mean more and losses mean more, obviously. So, um, yeah, with, with Biadish, I don't know if he was going to be set to be the centre for the rest of the season anyway. I don't know if yeah. he tied down that job. At least we've got Joel Looney back. Um mm.
1: He, to be fair, he did did okay because that was his first game back. He did do all right, like. Um, but yeah, when you really there was a few things where o- our <coughs> old line still kind of made some stupid mistakes and stuff like that. But yeah. overall, when you kind of break it down, we actually did all right against probably without a doubt one of the best defensive front uh, defensive fronts in the NFL right now with yeah. DJ and, and all that. So. I thought, you know what, like you said, it's actually quite encouraging just to see that with Mm -hmm. pretty much a second-string whole O-line and a fourth-string quarterback. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Uh, Sunday felt like um, auditioning for the 2021 season. It's like, right, okay, guys, we've got got rid of some dead wood. Um, Who wants to be the replacement? Type idea, Um, with with digs out. You might see that corner. We've got a couple of free agents coming up in the cornerback position. I think Awozie and Lewis are both free agents, so um, it's it's time to claim a job for next year. And hopefully, we'll see a rise out of some somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: i think i think we've been kind of saying this for the last couple of weeks like cheeto was due back cheeto's due back um you know i mean we really need him to come in now and you know fill fill that void that's left by trayvon diggs um i think yeah trayvon has gotten burned on more than one occasion but um it's definitely definitely a case of he's he's been our best corner. You know he's he's gotten what two interceptions in the Eagles game, but it's just his general demeanor and his attitude has been spot on from the day he arrived, and that's yeah. that's a positive and you want to see that.
2: I mean, you found you when you find digs going up against um, the number one in so many of the teams. I mean. Um, Welcome to your rookie season. Stefan, here's uh, DK Metcalf in your face. You know, you're thinking, yeah, thanks for that, coach. But, um, I mean, he's, he's in that position because he's, he's literally our best corner. And yeah. to come in and do it in his rookie season, um, I mean, we talk about Lamb at, at our first pick, but we hit it out of the park with our second pick as well. We got huge yeah, value he- for Diggs in the second
1: round. Extremely amazing value, extremely. Like, it's like you said, like, he's been up against DK Metcalf. Look at the other wide receivers he's been up against. Like, yeah, he may have had a bit of a flunder, I could be across what the whole injury was against Juju, Like, mm-hmm. but the shoulder that, could be wise. Like, what kind of raised to that touchdown, who knows? But overall, when you put him across that whole season, he's been nothing but, like, if you were to like, put the small mistakes, but overall, he's been fantastic. He really has. Yeah. He has. Yeah, just just Guys, get... just to check, some, is my volume okay? Yeah. It's a little bit high, Paul. Yeah, Paul, good. A little, a little bit high. Right, okay. Right. Cause,
0: cause, because we're going to go back to you, Paul. Yeah. We're going to go back to you with this comment. A guy that we haven't seen much of, but who definitely showed up on Sunday. And there's the comment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what have I been telling everyone he was going to launch off at some point like maybe not I didn't expect it to be this season but by God he had a game man he was just tenacious in that middle field he really was he was causing those guards so much trouble that, and that's all you heard that's all you heard through the, through the, the broadcast was Neville Gallimore this Neville Gallimore that so, yeah, he he was brilliant, and and like I said, I've been I've been buzzing about this guy since we ever drafted him. I've been buzzing about him when we were talking about in the pre like pre draft. I said like we should draft him. All that stuff. Now we've got him. I know for fact that he is going to be a a consider like a genuine starter for the Cowboys in the future, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, and and yeah. that is just a that's just a taste of what he can do. Just imagine give him his second year, maybe in his third year, when he's got that bold build, like he's more matured up. He's he's played the more regular season games, he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with.
2: When when you can yeah. hold the Steelers to 46 rushing yards, you're doing well.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That
2: is, that is the core of the Steelers offense. and um, they've got talented receivers but they 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 play um AFC North football. They run the ball and play good defense.
1: And same, and big, also big shout out to Antoine Woods as well. And honestly, Mm -hmm. he deserves so much love and credit for what he did during that game to prevent Juju to disrespect that star during that game. Fair crew, fair play to Mm -hmm. Antoine Woods. He was, I could not see a bad thing about our D line at all. Like, this was the whole... This is the thing that me and West Coast were talking about on uh, the pregame show. It's like, it just seems to be there was, there was a fire that was ignited in that previous game. And if they, if they can carry that mm. momentum, maybe maybe it was down to Don Poe and Everson Griffin bringing that morale down because they were mm. coming in. They came from a different system. But they had their own ways of doing things and it may have played a bad... Um, effect on the rest the rest of the unit. Who knows? But since they were gone, everyone has stepped up the game in that defensive line big time.
0: Yeah. I mean I think that was the that was the point I was gonna to come to is you know in the last two weeks our defensive line especially has shown up as well as our whole defence. You know what it was yeah. twenty two point twenty four points in the last two weeks. I think that's, the, you know, that's about the best, that's about the 10th or 11th best defense in the league is conceding that kind of a score. You know, mm-hmm. so now obviously we can't discount the six games before that, but Graham, give us your opinion, you know, since Everton Griffin has gone out the door, since Dontari Poe was cut, something has changed. Was it the impact of those players going out the door? Is is it that these new guys are now buying into things?
2: Sorry, Bri, you're breaking up. Can you can you give us that one again? <laughs>
0: Isaac, right, so give it, give us your thoughts. Has something changed in the defence or has the fact that Don Poe and everything griffin gone out the door made us better?
2: I think it's probably a combination of, of lots of things. Um I would say that to get rid of to get rid of two shall we say um declining starters and then to, to bring in fresh blood into the team to show that they're they're willing to make changes and make people um put people back out on the street or trade to get rid of them. Um and then you, you also have to you also have to give Mike Nolan, Nolan a bit of credit um you
1: know he's taken he has taken so much stick over yeah. the season yeah he has um and frankly i am one of them we all are we, we've all oh, criticized yeah. Yeah. we've yeah. all criticized him. um but yeah it's a uh, when you really break down the overall game in terms of our defense it is just a massive step up so it is um i mean we're seeing more guys actually fitting into the scheme and obviously, with the help with oh, there we go, with yeah. LVV Van der coming back, um, it's it seems to be like everyone seems to kind of like getting that like communication, which was the which I thought was probably one of the biggest weaknesses we had. Is like no one was communicating what they were doing. Nobody was like assigned up properly. The corners were like maybe like f- five yards back than the way they should have been. Sometimes our defensive ends one on a two-point stance where they wouldn't feel comfortable, but now they seem to be set on what they want to be doing now. So, I mean, follow one for going the rest of the season. And as if, like, who knows what will happen, because our division is so open, because we, we are pretty much the bad budge for the NFL right now. So we yeah. could still, so, somehow, some way, we could still make the playoffs. Yeah.
2: yeah. So,
1: it's and that's the reality, Is like, it's still worth chasing after. Like, we could still have the worst eight games of the season and turn that around, still make the playoffs and actually have a really good end and who knows until actually go through and make a big massive dent at the, the postseason. But, uh, you know.
2: What I will say, though, is I hope it's not a one-off. Yeah. Um, I hope that I hope that we see we see a bit of stability now on on defense, in particular. We all know the issues on on the the offensive list. You know that we've that we've lost for the entire season. Um, I want to see more consistency. I want to see. Um, I mean, we held an zero eight team, or sorry, an zero 17 seven team, to nine points in the first half. Yeah. That game was there for that game was there for the winning and it was it was just yeah. nice to be ahead at half time. Um
1: that was the first time throughout the whole season we were yeah. ahead going into yeah. the second half. And and you know what? It was refreshing. It was actually it felt great. Yeah like, like even yeah. though like for people would say, Oh, we should actually tank the season. No. we we've, we've got a chance to actually still make the playoffs, anything yeah. could happen. We could still make that run, so who knows? Um yeah. see more we've got, sorry, we've got some more people coming in. Go to David Ironside, how are we doing, Saw, how are we doing? I
2: bet the I bet the halftime team talk was a hell of a lot easier for Mike McCarthy this week. Oh, for uh, sure. Last week, you know, giving us something to, to work with at halftime rather than being two scores behind. Um but yeah, to go back to the original question, I, I hope we can see some stability now. Um we never know. Maybe the maybe the Mike Nolan offense is finally clicking in some players' heads. Um maybe the maybe the, the disappearance of
1: Oh
2: that's big news. Mm-hmm. So we'll just go we'll just go for people on the podcast. The NFL has just expanded the playoffs to, to sixteen teams.
1: Um I actually know so that's, a little bit. so that's pretty much if you come second place you're Already in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, this is this is to do with um, some teams not being in the position to
1: fulfill games during the season. Um, mm-hmm. Wow that that is that is a game changer. It, that is a game changer. But that's big news because it might only be sixteen teams, but it's still half the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um,
2: they're they're
1: they're covering all the angles here. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am um, now I'm trying to think now. So how would that actually work? Would that mean every team that's won the division will get a bye week and it's all the it's all the second place teams playing through? Is that how it's gonna work?
0: Either that I guess or the either gonna be one one plays eight, two plays seven and down. So all all the whole all the divisional winners get a home game.
1: Yeah. I mean a, it, it might work the same format as how the champions league uh, soccer football uh, work for uh, our friends in the states are watching this it's uh, that's how that format works mm-hmm.
2: so, i'm sure i, I, think, yeah. it's, I, I think it's i think on facebook tonight I'm sure he'll keep us up to date with with the, yeah. more yeah. and more stuff coming in but um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's see
2: let's see some consistency from the defence.
1: Who didn't use this contingency plan if meaningful games cannot be played due to the Rona i.e. the coronavirus. Aye. Uh, yeah. Aye. Uh totally understandable. That's
0: it. That's it. But before before we get too much further into the podcast, uh it's it's gone way past the time where we normally give our shout out to our sponsors. Yes. So Paul, I'll, I'll hand it over to you.
1: Yep. So, guys, if you're a uh, participating or planning going ahead to a Cowboys game this season, be sure to go to cowboysexperience.com for the ultimate meet and greet, tailgate experience, and game day experience. Obviously, with due to COVID-19 restrictions, some of the uh, uh, partakes are limited. But for next season then 2021, be sure to get in contact and use the discount code UK Cowboys to receive a free gift just by mentioning it. That's all you need to do is just mention UK Cowboys and you get a free gift.
0: And um, as we always say, in the words of Rich Jones, "Don't be a clown, get free Don't stuff."
1: Get free stuff.
0: Well, again, do keep do keep an eye on Cowboys' experience social media pages: their Twitter, their Facebook, their Instagram. They are trying to organise. Mm. Some virtual events in and around
1: Thanksgiving game. I just want to bring that comment. Comment that, like it's still so true though. When you really do think about it, we are still really? blessed to actually have football at all this season. Any football, yeah. we've actually like we're we're blessed to even have the discussion about this about the game, despite if it's a win or a loss, it's still something to talk about. It's still something, and yeah, we are still fortunate to have that. So I just thought. I just use yeah. that comment by Alex there. So great, great comment, Alex.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it is. So obviously, look, we're gonna we're gonna start taking a look at the numbers during the game. So as you can see them going through the game, through the bottom yeah. of the screen. Um, I mean, what what were your opinions on the the offense and the performance from the offense on Sunday night? Um, Gilber- I have uh, my uh, own opinion, of course. I'll, I'll let you guys go first.
1: Personally, I it went beyond my expectations. I was expecting us to fumble. You know, no matter what, we, we got told before the game that Zeke might not play. Then all of a sudden, he's like warming up and we're like, oh, what the hell's going on? I was like, oh, if he's still injured, don't play him because we don't want him wrecked for the rest of the season. And, and, that, and that could linger on going towards next season. So I'm just like, okay, but, but in terms of the actual performance, God, bloody hell, like I was over the moon. The fact that we were moving the ball, we were getting into the red zone, don't get me wrong, we didn't capitalise every opportunity in the red zone, but the fact that we were still moving the ball compared to last mm-hmm. week, and to me that's still a good massive per- like like encouragement. And kudos to Garrett Gilbert by the way. He I thought for him to come in from the Cleveland Browns practice squad and within a week, you, you could see he was commanding our offensive line. He was talking to them. He was talking to our wide receivers on the sideline. The guy deserves a lot of credit for what he did. Yeah.
2: Um, for me, huge, huge respect for, for Garrett Gilbert. Uh, tremendous performance. Um looking at the stats there's there's one interception but it was not his fault by any means Mm -hmm. um i think it was a juggle from cd that that caused the interception um to go in there and to have a a banged up zeke elliott was impressive as well because i think they they realized i mean you saw we all saw the pictures he was out he was out in the the hoodie and, and uh, tracksuit trousers warming up, you know, keeping the keeping yeah. the muscles warm, and it, 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 I think we were we were delighted to get fifty one yards out of, out of them on eighteen touches, just to just to get some leadership and some drive on yeah. that offense. But they they recognised that and given nine touches to Pollard, and he got he got six point three per carry or yeah. per, per reception. So, yeah. um, but again, you're going up against that Steelers offensive uh, defensive front with a banged yeah. up. Offensive line, um, yeah. Gilbert got the ball out quickly. He was he was very very effective, um, and even the like the two minute drill. What a two minute! I mean, yeah. to get us to get us down to the red zone and to have yeah. it batted away inside the end zone that could have been yeah. it could have been so much different. Um, if yeah. if if they don't close on that ball as quickly as they did, we're talking about a Cowboys win against an undefeated team. That's how yeah. close we were.
1: And and that's kind of something I was kind of saying in the pregame show because we've had a history where, if one, if all stacked against us against the undefeated team, we've always seemed to came on top. Like through that, I would say about three and a half quarters, we were the better team. Through that that, yeah. that game, then we just yep. kind of it just uh, that that we dip at the end offensively and a little bit defensively, and we just kind of like like like, politely gave the steelers that win unfortunately i know it's i know that's the point nicest way of saying it um (laughs) but um but there was a but i just do want to flag this up and again a alex has raised up a really good question it's like there there was a holding call on amari in the end zone another interesting talking point Mm because i think i know why he's asking it because we had that regards to uh when it was our defense with the steelers he got the exact same penalty, yep. and we didn't. So that could have, that that was a game changer for me as well. When looking back yes. at the tape, yeah, it
0: was. I mean, I'm 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 not. It, it's something to we will come back to later in terms of defense because I mean we had two defensive penalties called on us that were absolute bullshit.
1: Yes, they were. The, know, the one, and, the, the, the one in Van Der Esch was yeah. just a joke. It really was.
0: Yeah. And then the one on by, you know, yeah. the one on Jalen was yeah. just—it was a joke, absolute joke. But um, if we
2: could, if we could bring up that last comment from Andrew. Um, yeah. If you if you see if you let the game play out, um, recapping on on special teams just for a minute. Yeah. They they missed a the field goal, but got it back on a false start. So the. Go, going yep. by the rules, they they had every opportunity to take the to take the field goal again, but it was their mistake. Mm. So there was no there was no opportunity to decline it uh, because it was a false start. They if they missed that field goal, we're in field goal range to win that game. Yeah, without having to go for the end zone. So mm. they talk they talk about little differences. That was that was a huge difference. Um, it's just. It, It's just unfortunate that it was a false start and not something more ridiculous like a hold or something like that because you can decline a hold. Um, I mean, they talk about game of inches. Goodness, it was a game of decisions. We'll go on to the defensive uh, penalties later on in the show, I'd imagine. Um, But tiny, tiny differences.
0: Tiny. And absolutely, we'll we'll have to come back to the special teams as well because... We, all, we always try and give the special teams a bit of love. But I mean,
2: Absolutely. a lot
0: of love has to go the special teams after this weekend's game. Steady, we'll but, get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but one, one thing, and the question, this is this is coming in non-stop. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's been asked it's a few things. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, it's not just from the, it, that one. That's the most recent one I could see. But I mean, Stephen yeah. Jones has kind of come out and said that Dalton will be the quarterback when he's, when he's back. A lot of people are calling for for Garrett gilbert to start i mean what's your own opinions
1: i'd say gilbert I, I i know it's i know it's tough to say like i don't know unless somehow magically don't just uh, i mean i suppose because we're paying Dalton all that like more money we need to play him yeah. that that to me is probably the only reason why like, but if you're, if you, it could be a lot of things as well. It's like, you know, it's the more extensive playbook and stuff like that. So I don't know, but for me, I, I would love to see you give the kids Gilbert more opportunities, see what he can do. Cause this could be the diamond in the rough, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like this could be something that we that like, get him signed up for next season as the backup. Who knows? For, for me I I can see I can see both
2: sides um, Yeah. on Met it should be it should be Gilbert because um, Andy Dalton's first start wasn't great if we remember right yeah. but I will say but I I think Dalton gives us a better chance to win. Um, yeah. I would I would say that Gilbert had a, a good game, a good game yeah. against a, a tremendous defense.
1: But not, not not just that, and literally less than a week preparation <coughs> to yeah. learn the playbook and what well, a very limited playbook, and getting those mental reps in for first team because he was he was competing with Cooper Rush. They were ba- battling back and forth to see who was going to get that number one spot for this yeah. that game. Well, so don't they were- don't
0: get Gilbert has been around for three or four weeks. It's not just Easy. one week. He was brought in three or four weeks ago.
1: Oh, it's not as much but, as uh, that. It wasn't as no, much as for
0: It was. He was brought in at least three weeks ago. But, I mean, there, there's a question. There, there's something from Lauren there in terms of, if we're still in it in the East, you go with Dalton. I mean, would you both agree with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'm not disagreeing or agreeing. Like, either way, it's like mm. it is a flip of a coin. Whoever we yeah. put in our quarterback right now, it really is. Like, I I really enjoyed watching Gilbert playing. I thought he was quite exciting to watch. Um, Andy not At least you know, like that that game when he played against was it, was it Washington. Where he got injured. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we'd, he didn't really have the best of games. We all know that. Like yeah. and and when he did try to make something off it, he ended up getting his head getting taken off. Yeah. I would and I would I would
2: ask the question in in any given Sunday against any given team, who is more likely to throw three touchdown passes?
1: It would be Dalton, I would, I would say. I would
2: say Andy Dalton. And I yeah. think that's why they're going with Andy, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Because and I think the also the the Dalton's kind of experience of game management i think is is putting him ahead as well um i mean do you remember do you remember the age-old story you, you don't lose coaches they used to say that coaches um you don't lose your your job because of an injury
0: mm-hmm.
2: remember do you, you ever heard that saying before I, I just i just think it's it's there's yeah. there's almost a slice of that in it you know, he wasn't. He wasn't benched, Andy Dalton. He was, he yeah. was taken out for a rather vicious hit. Um, we yeah. we we'll, we'll not go into that anymore because we've said enough. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Just just what I kind of flagged up what Andrew just said. As far as where we are aware, it's like basically, if you're in second place of your division, you're still in the playoffs. Pretty much the way how, based on the reports are going right now, but uh, we won't probably won't find any more later details. Once after we finish up the show probably yeah so it's not uh,
2: based on wild card.
1: it's not I don't think so that I think it's based
0: I I would imagine it's got to be based on wildcard rules because I like especially looking at our division. I mean if a team gets into the playoffs would
1: have well, you know, yeah, right, so, so there could be three teams
2: There'd in one division or, yeah. there could be four from the NFC West <laughs> yes <laughs> The NFC West is ridiculous at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. But that's one thing we need to find out, Andrew. That's a good. That's a, yeah, yeah this, yeah.
2: this is only just breaking news, and we're, we're live yeah, at the yeah. moment.
1: Yeah, we're we we're, we're still trying to digest this information <laughs> as we're yeah. going along with the show right now. So. As we said,
2: like
0: Mike, Mike will. Mike is digging in the background for more information on it. So as we get it, we'll we'll, we'll make it available to to you. But. Yeah. In terms, in terms of, you know, Zeke obviously couldn't do what he normally does, but Tony Pollard showed up on
1: Sunday. He did. He did. I mean, yeah. in terms of running backs, I could not be any more, like, I, I was satisfied with what we, we did. We ran the ball, we got, on their, we got on their faces, it was proper smash with football. When we did have Zeke in, he was really digging his shoulder down. Low yeah. to get to gain those extra yards after a uh, uh, after tackle, you know. Yeah. So, like for anyone who was kind of questioning the seat before, it, all oh, his heart's not in it. If you were to watch certain plays during that whole game, and the way how he was running, he was running mm-hmm. very powerfully. And watch, yeah. Uh, to me, I was a wee bit concerned because with the hamstring and that, he shouldn't be running as powerfully. Because if you put that extra strain in your legs, it's just going to go. But it but it actually shows his determination, what he wants to do for this team. And same mm. with Wollard. So if you were to kind of summarize how our runabout, it's not a 100 yard game, there was no touchdown, but in terms of an actual performance, in terms of effort and like just just overall, I'm quite happy what they did. Mm. Like, kind of going back to
0: that point, I just, I, I threw up there from, uh, sorry, Alfie, uh, you know, would you would you be inclined to give Tony Pollard more touches, uh,
2: Graham? Um, not at the expense of Zeke Elliott. Um, I th- I think if the yeah. if the situation comes around where um they decide to get the ball out quickly, Jeez, and, that's a um, big comment, Andy. That's a big comment, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> trying well, to try get, uh, try get the characters down a little bit, so I'm we can. Sure, see <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm sure one
2: of the guys are trying to dissect that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no getting away from the fact that Pollard is a he is a, a
1: above serviceable.
2: He's a he's a good player yeah. for for the Cowboys' offense. Um, S- yeah.
1: Especially especially how when we when we drafted him, he was a fourth rounder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I m- mean, for him to come in like. As he did, he's he's doing a really good job, Pollard. It's difficult because they're not they are
2: they are chalk and cheese. They're two yeah, different yeah. types, and it's good for oh yeah good for yeah.
1: Kellen Moore to have that. Um, uh, it's the it was who's the the other dynamic uh, running backs? state the LA had Gradley, and they had uh, was it oh, who was the the one that killed us in the playoffs. CJ Anderson, uh, that's yeah, that's the one. So you had the more elusive running back and Gurley at the time. Then you had the more power back in CJ Anderson. So it's how you utilize those players in those different situations. You'll get the benefit of them. Yeah, and that's what, and I think that's what we've got good going with. If it's the more power back, we we'll gain those extra yards. And when he's got that, yeah. that when he's cleared, he is gone. But whereas Pollard is that more elusive running back, he's really hard to tackle.
2: That may be another reason for Dalton, because if they if they want to to, to line Pollard up in the backfield and then split him out wide on a motion, you know that's that's deep playbook stuff. That 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 stuff that's maybe stuff that Gilbert uh, Gilbert I see yeah, Gilbert hasn't got to just yet. So that's maybe another yeah. reason why they're going with Dalton.
1: That's a great comment from Lauren. Now, great comment. Yeah as much as I don't like the Giants but yeah mm. I agree <laughs> but I,
0: I think and again I'm assuming this is Mike that was sending in this comment it's this you know Tony Pollard is not an all-down back he's a great he's 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 your change of pace back I mean you know like if you look around the league right a couple of years ago Atlanta had the Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman as the two-headed backs uh, <sighs> You had Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon last year for the Chargers. I'm just, I'm trying to think, you know, combinations here. Look, look at the 49ers. I mean, they've got five different running backs and fullbacks that are all, you you never know when one of them is going to show up, you know? So you have to have a second running back that can come in and do something for you.
1: You had Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo Williams for the Steelers at one point.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and just going by the stats, the, the, Pollard Pollard only had one reception. So mm. his job on Sunday was to literally run the ball, take over from Zeke. Um I mean, it's good to have a backup that can do that. You can step in yeah. and, and take over when you're when your number one isn't isn't quite up to full health or if he's out of mm. the game for some sort of situation. So um certainly he's shown that he can he can step in and carry a bit of workload. Um, yeah. but I would see Pollard, like Mike says, he's, he's a change of pace. He's um, When you've got a lead, you can afford the luxury of um, you know, being a bit creative and splitting your running back out wide yeah. to throw the ball a bit more. He's yeah. not going to go downfield, but he'll get you the first down. Yeah,
0: yeah that's true. A point, point I wanted to touch on, and I know I discussed this with you guys after the game on Sunday, um, in terms of the offence, uh, we were in the red zone, seven yards to go, and Kellen Moore once again got cute and tried throwing the ball rather than stuffing it down their throats. Um, I mean, it's one touchdown in three games. In the last two games, we've been in the red zone five times, we've had no touchdowns. You know, is is, is Moore being too cute in his calls and not trying to play Smash football? Is he just concerned that the gaps aren't opening for the running backs, or is it something else?
1: I think it could be a fact of a few things, mate. Um, I think the reason why he was trying to do the trickery stuff is because mm-hmm. any if we were to do any other play, it would have been too predictable. Uh, predictable. Yeah so that's why that's is why i kind of think this is why mm-hmm. kellen moore did do that so i'm not trying yeah. to defend what kellen moore did but this is what i'm trying to find behind the crazy mind that he has you know yeah so yeah. um so i can understand that from that perspective that that's the case um again it could be the stacking of the defensive line going against our offensive line and that's where the gaps are yeah. only going open it could yeah. be the it could be many, it, honestly, it could be many factors. It, it just could be the fact that we're just that nervous, we're that close to the end zone, and we just bottle it. Yeah. You know, so, again, it just, it could be that, who knows. But it is a concern for me. Mm. The fact, and it's like you said, like, how, like five attempts and only one touchdown in the past two games.
0: Not not They've
1: been in in the red zone five times in the two games, and no touchdowns. No touchdowns,
0: and our no touchdown. No touchdowns
1: from, at all. But that the touchdown we had in the game came from a long pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so that doesn't really that doesn't necessarily yeah. count. So no, you're yeah. right. It, it is a deep concern because when you move up when you move up the offense way up to that uh, 20 yard line and and yeah. less, it should be money in the bank every time. It should be, mm. especially with the weapons that we've got. Offensively, yeah. when you think about but it,
2: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cut my break. Um, I think uh, Tony Romo called it beautifully at the, at the start of the game. Oh, you know they asked yeah. ask him to do his to do his kind of report for each team, and he said for the the I almost said Eagles. He said for the the Steelers defense, don't blitz. Why yeah. did they not blitz? Because they're going to get there with four anyway. And you yeah. can literally load up the backfield. So, on one hand, I think our, our at the moment our pass protection is better than our run blocking. I think that yeah. goes into. Um, I also think that you're you're talking about a Steelers defense that has less ground to cover in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're you're gonna have to think of something. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna call uh, a halfback dive right up the middle of the of the field because it's too predictable. Yeah, um, especially behind behind our offensive line. So,
1: especially when you've got T.J. Watt, who is probably one of the quickest get off. like. The, did yeah. you see the wee segment they did in terms of evaluating his get off speed? It is ridiculous. It's literally straight. Like not even. It's like he's gone when yeah. that ball snapped. Yeah. It's like it's very impressive and uh, and. Again, this is an after as well. It's like we just shot ourselves in the foot. Why did we not draft him? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. I
2: mean, the practice reds, the practice red zone offense. I mean, they must yeah. do. They must practice red zone oh, red no, offense. Yeah. So, you would like to think well, so, yeah. To go yeah. with to go with our fourth QB, in, is it fourth QB in four games? I think it is. Yeah. You're you're yes. gonna you're gonna you're gonna suffer a bit. I think we yeah. the, we wouldn't have that start with Dak Prescott. There's no, no way we would have no. a press yeah. Prescott. So Moore Moore's working with twos at the moment, and I think we need to cut yeah. him some slack
1: for that. I yeah, like, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Like Moore's in a like he's in a really difficult job himself. The fact that he's having to rather not rather not worry about his starting quarterback, he's having to kind of like pick and choose. It's like depending on the situation because different quarterbacks, the backups all have different qualities that might benefit for each game. As well. Yeah. So the fact that he's having a, like, basically, it's like for him going back pre season again and retuning back up to this playbook. Yeah. Like, he's basically taking four steps back to get one step forward. Like, so it's frame, been,
0: you You kind of segue into a beautiful little point there, and it was the point I was going to bring up anyway.
1: I mean, I think
0: these three games have more than proven the Dakaters <sighs> shot the fuck.
1: Up
0: language, language,
2: language.
0: I think this, these games have shown. Like, I think at least one of these games we would have won with Dax Press called under center.
1: I definitely would but, have said at least two of them,
0: and possibly two, possibly two, because you have to account for it. But I mean, Graham, as I say, let's. Give us your thoughts on the Dak haters and what they need to, you know, the the the, the medicine they need to take right now.
2: What I mean, what more do you need? What more do you need? The Cowboys have come out during the week saying, um, "Forget about drafting a QB in the first round. No chance. Dak nope. is our guy. I, I, a contract will get done. I, I I was certain of it before that comment. I'm even more certain of it now. Um, I mean, look at look at Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup has disappeared. Yes. Um, Cooper, Cooper's getting, he's getting his yardage because he's Amari Cooper and he's our standout number one. Um,
1: yeah, and he's getting roughed and toughed about in that field regardless. Yeah, he still puts, puts in the shift. Yeah. They're not not—they're
2: not finding Michael Gallup. Um, they, they are finding C.D. Lamb, but because he's third choice, I would say in, in the pecking order. Um, appreciate
1: your honesty, Alex. Like, yeah, appreciate it, man. Like yeah, we've all, we, Alex. We, we, we we don't get this wrong. We've all been hard on Dak, but it just comes to show how much we really appreciate Dak now more than ever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you, Dak is a,
2: is a shining example of why players sign their norm. Well, see, I see why, but players normally sign their contracts before pre-season training camps because yeah. all it takes is one funny step, a funny turn, somebody landing on your ankle, your ankle getting rolled up and your season's done.
1: Um, yeah. An good example, Graham, would be Todd Gurley, who I mentioned before, he signed up yeah. a massive contract, yep. got his yeah. knee injured, he still, got, he still got paid, but the team kind of suffered in a way that way. Yeah, I
2: think, um, I mean, you don't even have to go into the stats. I mean, see if you, see if you, um, I think it was up until a week ago, Sky Sports yeah. were running the... He was still,
1: he was still top, top QB of the yeah. NFL. and He was even still... not played three games. Yeah, so yeah. They're,
2: running, they're running the passing leaders, touchdown uh, leading rushers, so on so and so on. Yeah. Dak Prescott was still there.
1: Yeah, still <laughs> yeah. number one.
2: I mean, yeah. the, and the, one of the reasons he was still there because we've got... A, I mean, on paper, we've got a, a number one offense, but he, mm. there was so much put on his shoulders with a defense... I mean, we were literally having to throw just to stay in the game and he was yeah. he was handling it. We, it, it, it. I mean, fair enough, our record wasn't great and we were having to put up 40 burgers, but you never felt like we were out of the game until they yes. went down. And thats that's been a huge shift. They can do so much. So much of that playbook has been binned because we don't yeah. have yeah. Brad, Brad Prescott. They have kept it simple yeah. and t- that's also hurting the offence.
1: I just want, yeah. to add a, I want to add a point in as well. And you kind of briefly just mentioned it, Brian, as regards to like how many games do you think we would have won if that was still healthy? I'm saying too, because the defense side, because they stepped up mm. there I actually take the pressure off our offense. Yeah. And that was those, like, it would have been the Steelers game there, and it would have been last week there. Mm. Yeah. Those would have been the two games that we would have won. Mm. Yeah
0: it's true and like i mean i know i lo- I, I i love winding up paul every weekend oh. when, when we start talking about the draft positions and drafting, Bright, uh, Bright, draft right Brian, Brian,
1: you you, you, can, you, can, you can stop right there you can stop
0: <laughs> as, as I say there's a name for me i've 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 been saying this yes. every every week penny so guys if you haven't checked this guy out and I, I, I actually think you might not be able to because I think he's taken the season out on COVID. Um, but check his tape out on YouTube on his Scout Networks. You're on Penny Sewell, offensive nah, tackle, Oregon.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of this chat because I, I was listening to the the ESPN podcast this afternoon, and um, I mean, they even suggested that Trevor Lawrence will stay in school no. because, because, oh, no, because will stay right. in school because right. he right. doesn't right. want right. he doesn't want to end up in new york <laughs> he, if he goes to the jets if he goes to the jets yeah. he will have a a, a first a, a, his opening his, his rookie season will be horrendous and mm. he'll end up seeing ghosts because yeah. there yeah. is there is very little there's very little positivity <laughs> about that jets team um I mean, see, see, in your spare time, go down, go down the list, and look at the the, the ex running backs who have been in touch with the Jets coaching team at some point, and look at what great careers they're having after they left an Adam Gase offense. It's incredible. The list. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but the list is long. Believe me. Yeah.
1: I've got a mystic ball, right? And my, some way, somehow, my gut feeling is that the Colts are going to make a big, massive trade-up in the future. The Colts for Trevor Morris. For quarterback. For a quarterback. When you think about hey. it, Philip Rivers, Rivers has got a two-year contract. He's got one year left after that. They could get this QB in, get him tailored up a little bit. They've already got a good foundation. They've got a good O-line. They've got a decent defense. It's a decent establishment for them to like get a quarterback in they did it with andrew, andrew lock did all right i can see it happening with either justin fields or trevor lawrence so but that's enough about them that's enough about all yeah. those other crap 31 yeah. teams through <laughs> <after> them yeah
0: <laughs> look as we say it's it's time time to flip it over onto our defense um, yeah. and i mean we've 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 kind of covered covered some of what we want to talk about already i mean well, give, give us your thoughts on the defensive
1: line. You're, you're a defensive line expert. Take defensive, it away. Defensive line, I could not be any more happier. Honestly, when you compare the previous weeks, it is a massive mindset change. We saw Antoine Woods fired up, ready to go. We saw the emergence of Neville Gallimore, which we already briefly spoke about at the start of the show. And and we're seeing, like, so Sean Lee returning, LV back. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, Jalen still got his critics out there, but he still played a decent game. Mm. So we still, we pretty much had a front seven that we were so used to before, where they had the chemistry from last season and it wasn't like someone else coming in, filling the spot, or some player that didn't play with his last season. It was pretty, like, well, with the exception of Gallimore, obviously, but in terms of overall in our front seven, I could not be happier, honestly. And like you mentioned before, it was like, what? Less less than sixty yards rushing they they got in total or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that yeah. is great when you compare all those previous weeks. We were giving up so many yards to second rated running backs. One of them was a fisherman or something up like for Cleveland. I can't even remember what his job title was. So when you put that in perspective, it was a, a great turnaround and a massive. Boost for, of morale for this all, uh, defensive line and the linebacker core.
2: Yeah,
1: honestly, yeah. I could like even though we lost the game, but I'm um, was happy. Like, like yeah, the yeah. fact that the fact is the mo- the most important word is that is fight. We had that fight on us in that game.
2: Yeah, I, I normally give the defensive line a lot of a lot of stick for not recording any sacks, but if you were to ask me, who's Who's the toughest QB in the league to sack? It would be Big Ben, because I mean the guy the guy a man mountain anyway, and he He's, can get the he, ball out he, he, so
1: quickly. Ben Roethlisberger is literally a walking Johnny Bravo of the NFL. Stinky legs, nice. massive upper body.
2: He gets rid of the ball so quickly. You know, he he, he doesn't he doesn't allow the sack. They 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 they're eight zero for for the simple reason that they don't turn the ball over and they don't allow yeah. themselves. The opportunity yeah. to get a, a tough third down situation. So um, three so, tackles for loss, like Paul said, um, huge game from Gallimore. Um, do you know what? I was even happy with Demarcus Lawrence's performance. There was there's yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a clip on on Twitter. I think David Hellman shared it. Um, Tank starts off at left defensive yeah. end and makes a tackle on the right. Because he covers, he covers the running back all the way across, uh, all the way across the line, You may have seen it, and goes in to make the tackle. So that, um, that's
1: the that's the other word. Room there was hustle. Yeah, Players were yeah. hustling to the ball. They yeah. were chasing after it, and that yeah. was the big difference. Like yeah. and and I know I keep mentioning this piece of crap player. The dead used to play for us, but there was no, when he was in the field, there was no hustle. But now, we're, mm. but you know, yeah, I don't know what's happened. I don't know <laughs> if Mike Nolan somehow managed to pull a buddy out that magic hat and say, Could I hustle?" I don't know. Yeah. But but the fact, the matter of fact is, we've actually got players that are now hungry. They're like, and not just that, like they know that their jobs are in the line now. It's this yep. point of the stage of the season, and I think that there is actually a little bit of fire up their ass as well. So there's that perspective as well, but that shouldn't really play into it. Like that, that should not play in their minds. they should be bettering themselves regardless of that contract. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, yes, yeah. it's so, all, it's, it's. People are going to have that perception of you, regardless, no matter what. I mean, they,
2: yeah. they talk about it. They talk about it on hard knocks. You know that. Fair enough. You've made the team week one of the season, but you're constantly fighting your, for your position, and that's Absolutely. what. Yes. That's what annoyed us so much because you saw so little fight, and you, we hear all the times about good quality players around the league that can't get into teams because there's a fifty-three mm. man roster, or normally yeah. a fifteen-three man roster. So you just wanted them to make make some kind of spark decision and yeah. see since they've see since they've got rid of Paul and um, traded Griffin, there seems to be a huge spike. Mm. But I'll go back to what I said at the start of the show. It's only going to take effect if there's a bit of consistency. See if we go out and lose forty odd points in two weeks, we'll forget all about Sunday.
1: Love yeah. that comment, Lon. Love that.
2: It's
0: it's, it's true. Like it it, it reminds me of and I saw it a lot of around the Clemson Notre Dame game at the weekend. It was a BYOG performance. Bring your own guts. Those guys fucking worked their tails off at the weekend. They showed up. They were not, you know. As much as we said, 46 yards, but it was also, as Paul said, Antoine Woods, before he feckin' wasn't letting Juju Smith Schuster go to the star and do, uh, do, do a TO on it. You yeah. know, there just yeah. seemed to be yeah. a thing of, you're not coming in our house, you're not gonna crap on us.
1: Honestly, oh, a big shout out to Anton Woods. If you're watching this, yeah. dude, because I was talking to him earlier this week. Uh, also, during his like live stream on Twitch. Like, he plays a little bit of gaming and that. Told him you're gonna really be the, talk- the talking point in our show tonight. So it's like, all right, sweet, awesome. So, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, man, big shout out to Big Antoine Woods for defending the <laughs> yeah. star man. You're an absolute Absolutely. legend, mate, and a Cowboys' favourite, mate. Always welcome. Yeah,
2: I think there's uh, it's no coincidence that Randy Gregory's come back. Oh, yeah, be how be another... did we
1: forget about him? Oh, how another... did we forget about Randy Gregory? <laughs> yeah. huh? How did we forget about that?
2: Yeah, I think it's there's no coincidence that he comes I mean I'll I'll be honest I thought I mean how could how could you expect great things from Gregory he's been out of the league so long he's basically Alden Smith 2.0 he's been he, out of the league yeah. for so long you really don't know what's coming back but I think it's uh, he showed up big on Sunday and I think that's another contributing factor the yeah.
1: the thing the thing is with Gregory right um He's got a chip in his shoulder, big chip in his shoulder. Like especially, it wasn't like he knows he made mistakes, but he did not like the way how the NFL treated him before. Like this whole scenario at the start of the season, but, but the whole reinstatement thing. So he's playing that with a, with a yep. with a bit more, a bit more. Uh, I'm trying to find the right word here. A bit more uh, ferocity. No, I've never seen that. Like he is pushing back the uh, offensive tackles like there were nothing. now, and these are experienced pros.
2: Just again with Gregory, you just hope that he's got rid of his demons and he's ready to play 16 yeah. games yeah. for us. Because see if he comes in and does well, there's every chance he could get a large contract.
1: Uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah yeah and don't, and that's the thing we've all been we we were like uh cut uh, at one point one of us have all said cut ridder it's it's about time we get rid of him but but there's a reason why we kept him it's like when he is actually on that field and Alex just took the words right out my mouth he is a stud that do you remember the game when he played against Tampa Bay a couple of seasons ago. Where he sacked uh, James Winston, then Jalen Smith ran for the touchdown. Like mm-hmm. that was a coming out party for Randy Gregory yeah, that yeah. game. Like he was phenomenal there, and it it it's just like, yeah, the, the guy's a yeah. unit. You know, like like even before back in the draft days, like he was supposed to be a first early first rounder, yeah. but because of because of the the weed and stuff like that, he got pushed to the second. and that's why we took the gamble on him to get him in the second
2: i
0: was about to bring that up and say, I think I think it was myself and Jamie, and it might have been LDW, were chatting the night he was drafted. That 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 was a Friday night because he was a second round pick. I was just going, "Fuck! I can't believe we've got this guy." It just, just you know, it was just going. It's amazing, and they did. They worked their tails off to get him, and they've kept him about for a reason. They haven't said, "Look." Bye bye, you you know, it's too many indiscretions. They've kept him around, tried helping him with his demons, tried helping him with everything they could to you know, to get Randy Gregory the football player back out onto the field.
1: Yeah. Like he hasn't like the thing is with Gregory, he hasn't done anything in Trinity, like like to like, get him into serious trouble outside the NFL. It's just it's just basically recreational use. Yep. And that's that's down to mental his mental health essentially. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not a mental health expert, but that's what like nine times out of ten, when people are feeling depressed or loving they'll end up like having like having a bit of weed or something like that. And fair play yeah. to you. And now with everything now becoming legalized for weed, unless you're yeah. in Oregon where they've now, I don't know if you guys know about this, but they've legalized um, crystal meth and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: Did you hear about that. Saw that um, at the weekend. All right.
1: Jesus. So. um <laughs> So just a, but that's precisely the point, but the the point is just like now things are kind of easing off in terms of the that particular drug use, yeah and especially when it comes to actual uh law enforcement as well like you, there's no sentences and stuff like that in terms of the punishment for the NFL is becoming less now for this, yeah. you would expect to see gradually now get more game time now, which is good.
0: I'm 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 gonna throw this. Oh, over
1: oh, to oh, sorry, I stand corrected. It was decriminalised. Uh, criminal? Mm. I can't even see it. Thank yeah, you, Stephen. Just, by <laughs> I cannot. I cannot see <laughs> that. The tip of my tongue.
0: I'm I'm gonna throw this one over, to Graham. It's 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 kind of a two-headed question because you can't say one without the other. Obviously, we and we mentioned it earlier was the number of penalties on defence at key times that were called against us. But the the number of comments that have flown in so far in terms of Jalen Smith, and I know we were talking about this before um, earlier today when we were deciding who was coming on, and it was a point Richard Jones said to me, he said, I want you to bring it up. Is Jalen Smith, the new Tony Romo or Dak Prescott of this team, in that Jalen can do 99 things right, and yet he does one thing wrong and everyone gets on his back.
2: I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine the the referees calling that on the eighty five bears? Not a chance. If you go, I, I, I presume we're talking about the the unnecessary roughness on Roethlisberger. What an awful, awful, awful
1: call! Yeah, absolutely nonsense. Not just that; it happened to Galbot as well. Uh, Gilbert, sorry, it happened to Gilbert as yeah. well. He, he got neck track, like, this case track down and not one fly. Not one. Absolute I mean, bullshit.
2: Any any defensive lineman, I mean, obviously I haven't, I haven't played, but any defensive lineman, I'd imagine one of the core things you're taught as a D lineman is get your arms up. And the arm has to come down sooner or later. He's, he's desperate to get a sack, tackle for loss, blah, 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 blah. Um the the league is getting far, far too soft when we talk about the QB position. Now I get that I get that we're we're a television game, we have audiences around the world, we like high scoring we like high scoring games, we we want to keep our, our QB safe and so on, but mm. it's not as if it was a punch thrown in a blind alley after a night out in a club. The guy's got a helmet on. And yeah.
1: It's funny. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that bit, kind of like you talked about the reaction and stuff like like this thing with lve as well they even hit the guy yeah. well. i mean it,
2: i with, with lve they, they talk about you know they he gave he gave the he gave the official a decision to make yeah, the arm the arm does come down. It does, it isn't. A, I mean, he's being held. He is being Aye. held, and he's being frustrated. But to me, it was like an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman going at it in training camp. They've been looking at each other for the past four weeks, and they just get fed up looking at each other. There <laughs> has, for me, there has to be a little oh, bit I'll of control. There, 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 there. there has to be a little bit of control. I mean. Push off the guy, you don't need to raise your arm. Yep, you don't need to raise your arm. He could have quite easily pressed on the guy's um, shoulder plates, on his chest plate, or and pushed off. And nobody would have said a word, but he did lift it. The, there the had to be a little bit of control, and you can see he was wound up, he was fired up because he took him off and then sat him on the sideline. You can see in his face, he was ready to light somebody up. That,
1: uh, oh man, that was that. that. That's the one thing I loved about that. It's just that, you know, that look, he's like, I'm going to effing kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loved but it. Again,
2: it, it's needless penalties. I know, I know. Needless penalties <laughs> that
1: breathe <breeds laughs> fresh it, life into an offense. It seems to be uh, Achilles Seal were just giving up these silly little incidents. Like, like I don't know what you guys thought, but the, the one with Jalen Smith I thought was absolute bullshit. Juju just fell doing like a sack of potatoes. He really yeah. did. Like Jalen was just basically standing on his ground, and it, it, it felt like I was watching a soccer game, or, yeah. or like or watching uh, watching AC Milan play, just diving about. Yeah. That's what it felt. That's what that's what it felt like to me. Like see what see what what Juju did to get that that call because that was a that that was like a fucking what. Fucking thirteen or something like that. and that was yeah. almost going to a fourth, like, and that would have been a fourth down, and they would have put yeah. in the bottom where they got the ball back at the time. That was huge. That was a huge moment, part of that game, and that and because of that, they got the they contained that drive, and they ended up taking the bloody lead. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's bullshit. But, it's absolute bullshit. To go back to the original question on, Smith, yeah, uh, he he is he has become an scapegoat. He you you can't I mean I saw a lot of comments aimed at aimed at Smith blaming Smith. It's team game. Yeah. Um and let's not forget we did get away with one. We got away with a a huge hold on Anthony Brown, if you remember right. There there was a PI not called. Um at the start of the game.
1: Aye. Yeah,
2: I remember it. Yeah. There's got to be a give a bit of give and take. Um, the yeah. the referees are not going to call everything, and we don't. Let's face it, we don't want them to be rushing to the booth every single time there's a there's a split decision because the game would take five hours. It would take forever. Yeah. You've got yes. to let the re- referees
1: ref. Yeah. On um, yeah. you go, Paul. Oh, sorry, I, I was going to jump in and say it. Like I'm really trying to come back and defend Jalen a bit here. Like, I kind of mentioned this on the pregame show. It's like, since our defensive line were not performing well, his tackles were obviously going up. But as a result of that, with him doubling up his efforts in terms of getting tackles, stuff like that, Mm. he's going to have more exposure to what his normal position would be. So he's going to make more mistakes and still make more tackles. It's like a double negative. Well, not a double negative. It's like, you get more tackles, but you're going to make more mistakes at the same time. But it's yeah. because our deal wasn't working. But now that we're seeing that our defensive line are now operating the way they should have been, mm. even though the tackles are coming down, but the mistakes from Jalen are coming down as well.
0: Yeah,
1: if that makes and sense. Think,
0: yeah, yep. and I think that that kind of feeds into more what the what the plan change was for this season was that Jalen was going to move to an outside linebacker position. He was going to try and rush the passer with LVE back in that middle position
2: mm-hmm. sort
0: of as we say that quarterback of the defense that he was going to be calling the plays from the mic position you know that's that's Jay, jaylen smith was a rushing outside linebacker in college that's what you wanted from him he was getting that quarterback yeah he'll make mistakes and everyone will call him out for making those mistakes but they won't remember the 12 or 13 tackles that he made in a game yeah, this you know, stopped. Stop phase getting into, and I'm going to touch on this in a second. The stop phase getting down onto the safeties who can't tackle a wet yes. friggin' paper bag. I mean,
2: we we talk, we I think we talked about it was it two shows ago? Um, mm. Smith is the top started tackler in the league, and it, yeah. it showed, on, showed on Sunday again. Um, joint top for tackles, uh, yeah. six tackles, one combined. Um, you don't take your top tackler out of out of your nope. defense, no matter who he is, um, nope. just because he just because he gets he gets flagged for for touching, um, <laughs> Roethlisberger's. <laughs> he it he, he literally it's just true. touched Roethlisberger's face guard and yeah, out comes the flag. Because we, it's not just the Cowboys. we have seen it across the league. They are protecting offensive players because offensive players create TV audiences. The yeah. and especially the QB, you cannot see if you tackle a QB below his knees, you might well get thrown out of the game. Yeah, oh, and that's no, that's, that's, it's, that's it's, a relatively new. That's that's not been around forever. That's a relatively
1: it's, new. It's more than that now. You would actually get. A, I think you get a yeah. suspension and a fine now for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. the yeah.
0: Washington Football Team didn't have one two weeks ago. But you're kind of you're kind of leading into another point that I want to make. Um in terms of our defense and that is the fact that our safeties are making wide receivers and tight ends like, look like absolute superstars. I mean, I thought we might have had it fixed with um Donovan Wilson coming in. But I mean, look let's admit our safeties can't tackle a friggin' wet paper bag.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um it's a real concern. Like yeah. safeties safeties are supposed to have a how would I say a reputation of being hard hitters? We're not getting yeah. that at all. Like, no, like, like, when you, like when you think, like, when I'll mention two safeties at the top of my heart Jamal Adams and Terry Matthew. Mm. Both of them are hard hitting safeties, both of them. And, yeah, and who's the, the Raiders safety that they drafted last last Jonathan year? Abram. Yes, yeah, Abram. yeah, hard hitting yeah. safety, like, yeah. see, sa- like, and. And there was also the uh, the, the Washington, uh, well, Washington football team that the one that passed away years ago. Who was a safety, uh, uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, there we go, hard hitting safety. Like safeties aren't supposed to have that reputation of being like the the they yeah. nail the co- nailing the coffin of the defense. And yeah. it was the same. Where, it was the same when Earl Thomas was at Seattle. He was a nailing coffin back then. Don't know yeah. if he is still now, but. I'm not. I don't want to start that conversation again. But, no, oh, like not, that. but 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 you but you you see where I'm getting that. It's like yeah. But, and when you compare it to our safeties, yeah, we are quite soft. We are. Mm. Yeah. Just want to say,
2: Brian, you're nailing the pub quiz questions tonight. That was some quick fire <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> um, but but to go. Um, to go back to Sunday's game again, um, you even heard it from Romo. You know the amount you'll, you'll you guys all know it. The amount of times um, Romo highlighted the one safety. You know he, he yeah. circled he circled large areas of the of the field. Um, you just wonder if Nolan has recognised that and he's gone right. Well, I'm going to go. I, I I don't know the name of the packages, but I, I think he, he went for yeah. an, an awful lot of nickel. You know, he would bring in an extra corner as opposed to. The, yeah. a, a corner down in coverage as opposed to leaving somebody high. So and, yeah. and I mean we held a we held an undefeated team to twenty four points in the end. So mm. um something's clicked. And if yeah. if it's if it's leaving one safety high and, and trying to deal with the problem uh closer to the line of scrimmage, then they might just go with that for the rest of the season. Um but I, I agree with mm. you. We've been crying out for a safety for a long time, but we're not going to get into anybody around the league. We've, we've had that conversation. I'm not even going to mention the, any players. Yeah.
1: No. Um, try and get a safety now without breaking the bank for someone that's nearly past it, I would say. And yeah. again, I'm not going to mention the name, but it, it's, it seems to be trying to find a rare Pokemon card nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like th that rare to get a really good safety now is rare. Yeah.
2: Not in that he's not in that he's actually still a free agent. He's yeah, no and
1: there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason, reason why that. he is. <laughs> there's a reason for it. And that's why we're not signing them. And that's why yeah. no one else has signed them. Because there's other yeah. teams that do need a safety. Why are they not looking at him? But yeah. same reason as what we're doing. We just don't think he's gonna be a good fit.
0: Feeding along and just trying to close out the close out tonight's show. So special teams, we all yep. we always kind of gloss over. We give them give them a little bit of numbers, but I mean the numbers this weekend. I mean Zerline <laughs> kicked picked his goals. Great. Niswander came in, did his job. But the last two kick return, punt return. What happened with our special teams? And I'm not gonna I'm not all I'm also not forgetting the blocked uh, extra points by it Tyrone is. Crawford running it straight it through
2: the middle
1: it is
0: you know I mean what happened to our special computer who did it? a fire under their ass uh,
1: oh man I, I don't know man but what oh my hat oh my groin's gone oh catch <laughs> that was unbelievable
2: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. My selling. no
1: I'm gone Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, honestly, man, I completely freaked out, because I was literally on the phone to my friends in the states while I was watching the game. Um, shout out to the Baracho Tailgators; uh, they were phoning me, like just like du- during the game, wishing I was there with them and all that. And and that's when the big run happened. I was like, oh, ah, oh, ah! Oh. <laughs> like I said, I lost puppet, I was like, what is happening here? What is going on? And my phone was blowing up, and I thought it was crazy, absolutely crazy, man. I mean that it, that it, that's just another way of,
2: of winning football games. Um, something something you don't something you don't expect.
1: Um, is it did it for us before? Did it like special teams? literally won us that game against the Atlanta Falcons, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, like like we literally had zero. I think like the odds of us to win that game with one minute to go were like one hundred and fifty to one or some something ridiculous. Not yeah. That. And Chris we were into the first in. were
0: ninety eight percent before we nine, got the yeah, nine, nine, and nine, then the yeah, yeah, yeah. kick.
1: Yeah, and once we got that ball back, the odds were yeah. yeah. Yeah like we became favourites again to
2: win that. I mean you you would be forgiven for thinking that special teams was the talking point of the game. I mean, literally down to the false start that allowed them to, to take their kick again. Um yeah, yeah. Crawford coming up big for us. Um yeah. it's just a shame that he's his kind of contribution to the team has has been reduced so much to special teams because he didn't record any kind of tackle or, or, or measurable stat on Sunday. Um don't but,
1: don't, don't 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 give it anything. He is still doing his job, like he is holding up double blocks, he is mm-hmm, opening up mm-hmm. the gas for like like mm-hmm. there was one play in particular. Um last week he ended up getting double teamed and I think that freed up Anton Woods up the A-gap mm. that way so regardless like and that's the whole point of having two de- defensive tackles is that one of them's going to get through regardless one of them going to end up yeah. getting the double team so mm. and, if, and it's unfortunately like obviously like you saying like it, it's a like, statistic in his status we're not seeing that but he is still putting the work in and that's just him coming back from like, hip surgery from the year before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... <laughs> so, to, talk
2: about the, to talk about the... Was that a kick-off return? We ran back. Which was
0: one?
2: The, the one where we passed from the... the no, from that was the punt off,
0: return by C. It was it was punt, return. Yeah, it was a punt that return from That was the left yeah. side. Enrico that, Dowden was kick return off the right
2: side. I mean... <laughs> See, see if you drill down into that play. If he drops that ball, that's a live ball. I mean, there's no oh, incomplete pass. That, I mean, that his heart must have been pounding in his ears when yeah. it, oh. because he juggled it as well. It wasn't a clean catch. There was a kind of bobble to it, and then he <laughs> took off. But uh, beautifully executed, absolutely tremendous. And um, that that's the type of play that can spark uh, a whole entire, st- yeah, entire like, team into life.
1: Like, and, like just completely stood up from that.
2: Yeah, but if he, if he drops that ball, it's all to play for.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's true. Uh, just a question there from Andrew: Who was that guy? So that was Rico Dowdle, and he has been on our practice squad. We signed him as an undrafted free agent this year. Um. Guys, help me out here. I'm trying to think. I think he might have been Baylor or Texas Tech. But he was Don't one of the it. Texas college teams.
1: You guys know more college football than uh, I do, I'll be perfectly honest with you.
0: Yeah. Could even be SMU. I can't remember, buddy he was a co- he, we signed him he, as an undrafted free agent.
1: Uh South
2: Carolina. South
0: Carolina. There you go. South is. Carolina. Um, in the right state? And,
1: and the punter the punter came from the XFL, doesn't? Didn't
2: he? He, he came from it's the longer, XFL. Yeah, he did. He ran a he ran a four five forty, and you could see it because he took off.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he took off, and I will also say the only reason he didn't make the end zone was because of a flailing arm. Uh, we we'll, we we'll, I, mean, I imagine we'll get into talking about that the illegal block in the back. Um. Right yeah it, it was a yeah. single arm that brought him down if he hurdled him properly he's in the end
1: zone yes it's true oh man like even though like like even with that flag they really got brought back what 10 yards or something like that hmm. like i think so yeah yeah so you nah. would not get a 10 10 yard line but man if that didn't actually happen, like, if he didn't push him down, him throwing down, he would have just cut back inside, and still mm. run it to the end, so it was, it was just him, only, it was just mm. only that, that, that guy for the steals, and that was it, it's just unfortunate, yeah. that, that blocking the back happened, and, uh, but, hell, it was some play though, some play, sort of yeah. great execution. Absolutely,
0: so, I think, think given everything, I think we've been a lot more positive for him mind after this, weekend. Well, so I think, yeah comeback, Going back to Graham's yes. point, I think it has to be this has to be consistent. We have to see this after the bye week against yes. the Minnesota Vikings. You know, that this wasn't the flash in the pan and the exception to the rule. But I think I think there's a very good chance that this is just that it is the turning of the corner um in terms of the Cowboys. But um we've gone an hour and twenty minutes, folks. We didn't intend going this long with things that we always try and keep it to an hour but there was enough content from that game that that, that marriage discussion um but before before we go um Graeme you have a point to make there have you
2: Yeah um
0: sorry I forgot you, this point yeah
2: If you don't know already there was they always they always run pre-game covid tests oh, and Vance Vance McDonald has to my knowledge uh, tested positive. Um, there have been in, in that time frame there, there have been four Steelers added to the the COVID list, including Ben Um The likelihood is that it will mean very very little to the Cowboys because we're on our bye week. Um, but the Cowboys facility was was shut to uh, today, yeah. Yeah. yesterday, yeah. and, and, there and there today, as far today. as I know. Yeah, there so there's no practice today. We, we are extremely lucky that we are on a bye week. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you, you see all the time, like, they, they will keep testing Big Ben, and the likelihood is that he'll be ready to go on Sunday. This is from for solely fantasy purposes, but he will be ready to go on Sunday like Matthew Stafford was. Um, Matthew Stafford had Zoom calls all week with the offense and managed to play on Sunday. Um, so just on a, a little bit of tip bit, um, Nothing to do. Nothing to do with with uh, bad process from the Steelers. It's a regular occurrence. They, they they run these tests all the time. The Steelers followed the protocol as far as I'm aware, um, but they have they have four four guys now on on the list. Uh, so yeah. some to watch out for in fantasy. But there, I don't think there was any underhanded uh, no.
1: dealings. It's just
2: unfortunate the situation that we're in.
1: I will say this though, how stupid could the Steelers be when they knew about Vance McDonald and still put him on that plane and still let him play? Like, from some of the reports I've seen, saying he already test like, he was like already positive for something like that. Is that not, am, yeah. am, am I mistaken? So, like, I, think, I think they, they
2: thought it might've been a false positive. So
0: that's why they brought him with him. Right. But still, I mean, but
1: still, even Seeders if, if even even, if, even
2: even
0: a false positive, it's why take the risk? You know? So,
1: yeah, yeah, I,
2: I think if they have if they have any kind of positive test from Vance McDonald, I I, I think the league would come down heavily on that. Mm. Just like just like Stephen was saying there, for him to test negative, I think allowed it to happen. But if they if they've got a false positive somewhere. And they allowed him to travel to, to Dallas. That could be heavy, heavy sanctions.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I didn't know that. I thought it was all well above board. Mm. But anyway, we're really, on about a bye week. It probably means very, very little for us because I think the players get most of this week off anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Right. I'm, uh, I, you, know
1: what, I, you know what? I'm going to answer this one. After, after my answer <laughs> is my answer is America. That's my answer. Yeah, that's true. it. America, that's true. it. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter just, who's in charge. For listeners matter.
2: on the podcast, we were asked a, a political
1: question there, and I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, about football, man. End. But, but just for the, the comments, end. Alex. Just for the, yeah. just for the comments, everyone. You are the stars of this show. At
0: the end of the day, we're. You know, our love is American football. It is not American politics. We're allowed, we we, we all might have a differing opinion, or we all might have the same opinion, but at the end of the day, we all love American football. We're here to talk American.
1: Hell football. yeah. Hell yeah. It's,
0: that, that's all it is. Our love of the Dallas Cowboys is what it's all about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I agree. But there we go before we go Graham if you want to give a shout out to our sponsors
2: yeah if you're planning to make a visit to, to Big D this season uh, make sure you visit CowboysExperience.com and mention UK Cowboys to my knowledge there were far too many Steelers in that stadium we need to get more Cowboys in there so if you're going to make yeah. it a long a game visit CowboysExperience.com once in a lifetime opportunity it could be this would only be the cherry on top of the cake Discount code UKcowboys.
0: As we always say folks, and in the words of Richard Jones, don't be a clown, get your free stuff. uh, stuff. Absolutely, but Mike and the team will be along on Friday evening. um, (laughs) Sorry, Thursday Thursday evening, my apologies, I'm also looking for something here at the same time. Thursday evening at nine o'clock our time here in the UK and Ireland. 4 p.m. Um,
1: Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific.
0: And I'm not. I'm. I think that's three o'clock in Dallas time. If you're yep, in the three Dallas, in Dallas Dallas Mountain area. But as we say, look, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and um, this podcast is available on YouTube, it's on iTunes, cool. it's on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts. We are on there. But uh, from me, it's a good night. Over to Paul.
1: From me, it's a good
2: night. And Graham. See you next time.
0: Take care, folks.